Welcome and welcome, everybody. We are live. It's Rob's Rob's Gary Show. Welcome to the action-packed program. Action-packed program that's here. I just want to throw that out there. Had to uh, take the old newborn for a little stroll in the mall. That's what you do. That's what you do. When you have a newborn, you go to lunch at an outdoor venue, uh, either a restaurant with a patio. So if the baby starts to cry, it doesn't bother uh, all the other people. Or go to a food court in a mall. That way, if the baby cries, nobody cares because it's a food court. Got back from all, took the baby, had a little late lunch. I mean, this was like two and a half hours ago. Did show up, and here we are. Question Have any of you seen the. I know this is just random. I just want to throw this out there. Uh, gap ads that shows uh, a girl with that. Villa Lego, whatever that thing that they said Michael Jackson had, that's why he had the bleach skin, that patchy white and, and, and brown blotches. It's very disturbing look if you, uh, you're looking at me, what are you doing? Talk about Casey Hunt. Stop talking about Villa Lego. I just wanted to throw it out there. Gap has ads that have a girl modeling the Gap clothing with Villa Ligo. So you're walking by the Gap store in this foot poster. It has a girl on there with all the blotches of weird skin pigmentation. I, I just don't get it. I, I don't get this day and age where commercials or advertisements now have to uh, invoke some type of uh, social conscience. I, I, I don't get it. It's supposed to be selling a product. I always thought that's what advertising was about. You're selling a product. I get it. If you're doing an ad, having a dirty Indian crying and the guy says you're destroying his earth and it's about litter or something like that. But you're trying to sell clothes. You're trying to sell uh, summer clothes or winter clothes. Why would you put on a girl that has a skin condition? Where you're not looking at the clothes, you're just looking at this 25-foot picture, billboard of a girl really, really effed up skin. It's disturbing. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. There's my rant. Okay, producer, now let's talk about Casey Hunt. So, <laughs> hey, I know, it's very random, but it's it's been with me for the last two and a half hours, it's me, and I need to share it with you all. I needed to share it. So, I'm looking at it. That's the last uh, 
um, by, by Twitter, and I see what's uh, floating around in the uh, social media circle. Uh, I see what's going on. Just in case there's some rate breaking development. I see a tweet from Casey Hunt. And the tweet says, South on 17th Street included ambulance, which suggests President of the United States and slash, but there's a photo lid. Hmm. Me? This sounds like something is up. MSNBC Hunt. This is real news. This is a real reporter. This is real journalism. Not that fake news at Gateway Pundit. Not that fake news at Breitbart. SNBC tweeted. Motorcade just parted White House, going south on 17th Street, included ambulance, which suggests President of the United States, and slash, but there's a photo lid. Hmm. This with the President of the United States. Now, some of you would say, oh, Rob, that's just Porter saying the President is going out. Photo lid means the press is done for the day. No more pictures. No more anything. No official bit. throwing in ambulance. He's throwing in 17th Street south towards the hospital. This tweet makes it sound like the present United States is going to the hospital. And the audacity literally the audacity of the media, the CNBCs, the MSNBCs, the kids, to bitch and moan about the gateway pundits and all the other non-CNN and NBC, ABC, or Daily Beast, or BuzzFeed journalists, and openly mock these people, and call them purveyors of fake news, when, as far as I'm concerned, this is fake news. Or at least it's trying to craft a narrative To make people go, hmm, 
I wonder what's up. What's going on? Something happening? Is Trump sick? Did the pressure once again, today, the media lost their minds because Jim Cobb and Shudo and the AP and all the other liberal hacks did not get called on Yahoo Trump press conference. And as Acosta says, the fix is in. The fix is in. I mean, reporters saying this is a, a stifling of free speech. A st- free speech? Because Acosta or Shudo Called on, or Major Garrett was not called on. They were not part of the story. They didn't get to have their fifteen minutes of fame fighting with the president of the United States. They didn't get to have their information rebroadcasted on every single news network local and national and overseas that's what they're pissed off about the stifling of free speech stifling of free speech school and high school they were losers they had no friends the Acostas, the Shudos, the Tappers, they couldn't get any dates to go to the Winter Formal. The Casey Hunts, the Katie Turds, the Andrea Mitchells, they couldn't get anybody except another heart sniffer and booger eater them to the winter formals. And becoming a journalist was the only way they could actually have friends and be cool. And what Trump and Bannon and Spicer are doing is making them losers again. Making them feel like they did when they were in high school. Free speech. Tune on CNN. Tune on MSNBC. Pick up the newspaper. There's plenty of free speech. There's plenty of free speech going on. Pick up the Washington Post. Every single article is Trump should be in Trump is unfit to be president. Trump is a scumbag. Trump's people are Russian spies. It mimics 
The Washington Post. New narrative. Michael Flynn and the situation that's happening is just like Watergate. This is the biggest thing since Watergate. Chuck Todd looking at the camera going, this is the biggest thing since Iran-Contra. Iran-Contra. Really? Really? Michael Flynn on the phone. The ambassador from Russia, somebody that he's known. Know what? Because the transcripts are not made public. The information wasn't supposed to be public. Somebody that was part of the Obama administration, some leftover. Or, hell, as far as we know, a never Trumper. But somebody broke the law. And gave a reporter all of this information, all of these transcripts, audio record, whatever. But we don't know what was said. We're only reacting. And that's all we're all doing. Rather it's us, rather it's the Washington Post, New York Times, all the networks. Reacting technically off of hearsay. Nobody's been able to actually look, read, listen to what Flynn supposedly did and said. And yet, according to Chuck Todd, this is Iran Contra stuff. This is Oliver North. All shredding documents, drugs, and money laundering. You, you out of your effing mind? You out of your effing mind? But it's a stifling of free speech because Jim Shudo and Acosta were not called on. Wasn't called on. CBS wasn't called on. This is prohibited free speech. No, it's not. It's not. It's just denying what you crave. Remember during the campaign, even now, all you would hear from the left is Donald Trump crazy. The he craves the attention. He tweets. We should just not cover those tweets. Remember Don Lemon did a whole segment on not covering Trump tweet. We should just not cover his tweets. We should just ignore him because all he craves is attention. The same not only can be said about the very same people that are saying this about Trump, but I would go a step further and say it's ten times more. It's ten times more on the media's part. Because you have to look at 
all of their histories. You have to look at people like Glenn Truss. You have to look at people like Maggie Haberman. To look at who they are, look at their upbringing, look at their lives, look at where they've come from, look at where they are now, look how they got there. Trump has been to the top. He's the president of the United States. He's the president of the United States. A non-politician became president of the United States. A non-politician beat the Clinton machine with half the money. A non-politician beat a GOP field of over 100 years of experience. The amount of money he had. The media. To create a message. To accomplish something. Whether it's policy. Whether it's ratings. Create excitement. Votes. and Shudo and Turr and Hunt and Megan Kelly and Tapper they needed to survive because without it they're no different than some reporter from Rock, Kansas who's at the local school reporting on the cookie drive So when Trump does call on them, they're not part of the story. Because the questions that were asked today were extremely relevant to the press conference. And somebody got a Flynn question in there. It just wasn't Acosta. It wasn't Shudo. It wasn't someone from the AP. They want to be able to push Trump's buttons. Remember when Acosta had that dust up? Nigga, that guy went in the bathroom after that was over and masturbated. That guy went in the bathroom and masturbated. He was so excited. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my phone's blowing up. Everybody's talking about seeing it. Oh my God. Oh, oh. They want to be able to interrupt. They want to be able to, to, to challenge. They want to be able to fight back. They want to be the story. Killing speech. It's about Trump and this white house pissing off and denying CNN and Akira and Shudo and Hunt and Turd. It's denying them what they feel deep down inside is rightfully theirs. Coolness, relevance, pop. 
popularity. And when they're not part of the mix, they're not part of the story. No one's talking about them. Nobody cares about them. And they just kind of blend in with the curtains, the, 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 the scenery of the press briefing room. They don't get airtime. Chris Madden going to put them on. Nobody's going to talk about them. But the press conference today between Trump and uh, Netanyahu, that press conference revealed something huge. Well, it was a few things that were revealed huge. The fact that uh, Trump said, we're open to anything will bring peace to the Middle East, whether it's a two-state solution or not, going to bring peace. We're open for it. It's huge. There's a monster shift. The Obama administration was steadfast on two-state solution. Has to be a two-state solution. Be a two-state solution. Trump said it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be a two-state solution. Whatever is best for both parties. If at the end of the day we have peace without having a two-state solution, then what's wrong with that? It's sides, not the United States, saying this is what it has to be. That was huge news. Now, of course, nobody was going to focus on that because everybody's focused on this is the worst thing since Watergate. This is the worst thing since Iran-Contra. This is so huge. This is a... And I'll repeat what I I said yesterday. If this was so big, okay, all of this news would have been out weeks ago. Would have been out weeks ago. Would have been out weeks ago. It would have been out two days before Hillary Clinton and her camp and Hollywood were pushing for delegates for electoral college voters to flip their vote. They're there. It would have came out then. If there was a worse Watergate, worse than Iran-Contra, it would have came out then, because all this information was available then. All of this information was available then. It's all available then. 
was huge. Today's news is huge. And when Trump said to Benjamin Netanyahu, I would like you to hold off on the settlement building for a little bit. Here's Benjamin you to hold off on the settlement building for, you know, a little bit. That was huge. That was huge. But of course, you're not going to hear about that. It's going to get buried. And are you tune into MSNBC or you tune into any of the news programs? The only thing they're talking about is worse than Watergate, worse than Iran Contra, sleepy eyes Chuck Todd. Oh yeah, yeah. It's droning on. Worse than Chuck Todd. Worse than Watergate. Worse than Watergate. There's even one <laughs> Democrat strategist. One of these 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 morons talking about 9/11. This 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 is the Russian attacked us. This is the what? What are you talking about? This is like nine eleven. This is like nine eleven. Really? Really? What is going on with the Russians? With hacking our elections? And now this, 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 this cahoots or you know conspiring with the Trump administration and. This is 9-11. Wow. I didn't see too many people jumping to their death after Michael Flynn got off the phone with uh, Serge Kalikoff or whatever his name is. I didn't see too many people with white handkerchiefs leaving them out of the 50th or 60th story window as smoke was billowing out. And then eventually they just jumped. I I didn't see that happening because Michael Flynn talking to a Russian ambassador. I didn't see too many people doing that. I didn't see too many people jumping out windows. I didn't see too many uh, uh, firemen or police officers being crushed in building debris as towers collapsed on the DNC computers. It's amazing how the left gets away with saying this type of stuff. you say anything remotely and I mean remotely as heated and I mean heated as what we're hearing for the left 
there 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 would be just a free bound look what's happening. Democrats lost the election and they're still rioting. If you have a conservative speaker go to a college, they break apart windows in the buildings that the conservative speaker is set to speak at. They need spaces so they can grieve. I mean, it's... And then, of course, the other bit was Trump and Benjamin Netanyahu talking about moving embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Again, this is all stuff that came up during the press conference. Reporters asked questions that invoked these responses. Rather, it's a two-state solution being optional. It's the U.S. Embassy moving to Jerusalem. Rather, it's settlements being stopped. And I repeat, Flynn came up. And Trump talked about the media, talked about fake news, talked about the phone media. And doing what they did to Flynn saying it was wrong. He talked about leakers in the intelligence committee. And what they did was wrong. What they did was a criminal act. Stuff, man. heard was this attack on free speech. This is an attack on our freedom of press. This is horrible. Well, because Jim Acosta and Judo, oh, they didn't get to ask a question. Oh. Oh. They didn't get to ask a question. And this is just like <laughs> Watergate. Just Watergate. Oh, God. All right. It's Rob Gates, it's Rob's. She'll be right back after these fascinating. I mean, fascinating words. Again, 
um, an ex-wife did a Oprah Winfrey uh, program many, many years ago and accused Puzder of, uh, you know, beating her and, and, and um, I don't know, whatever abusive husbands do. Video surfaced. And, of course, um, ex-wife came out and said, listen, that was then. It was fake. Um, I made that stuff up. Uh, we were in a uh, divorce battle. He's a great guy. Thing was having a housekeeper who was an illegal work for him for many years. Now that sees the thing. That's the thing that I think buried him because it buried other secretary nominees before. So I don't believe it was the old video and the wife, the ex-wife, claiming domestic abuse. Mountain said, ah, that was all BS. I just did that. just uh, did that because it was a marriage uh, battle for cash and blah, blah, blah. It was, as far as I'm concerned, uh, the illegal. Because at the end of the day, other companies were taken down because they employed illegals. And if they all step down, shouldn't this person have to step So as soon as I heard the illegals, as soon as I heard the whole housekeeper uh, issue come up, I knew he was done. Because the, the TV ads couldn't get around. Uh, the uh, the 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 wife and the abuse uh, claims that you get around because she's for happened. I made it up. You could even get around uh, the filing the paperwork. For all of your companies and uh, stakes that you have different companies and how much money is what's worth and conflict interest. You could even give the fact that it took longer than normally would. But the illegal housekeeper is what buried them. And it wasn't from the Democrats because Democrats have been voting against Trump nominees for the party line. 
It was the Republicans. Remember, Republicans control the Senate. So if Republicans stand firm, any Democrats, but if they lose one, two, three Republicans, then they need a Democrat. And if the Democrats say, we are not voting for Secretary so-and-so, all it takes is three Republicans to fall by the wayside, and it's over. So it was the Republicans who passed word up to Priebus inside the administration and said, we can't get Pfizer through. Can't get Pfizer through. We're getting too much pushback. I'm puzzled. Even Tim Scott. He wasn't going to vote for Puzzler. And Tim Scott voted for Jeff Sessions. So, I mean, Tim Scott's a hardcore Republican. Those party lines. But he said, I can't. I can't vote for Puzzler. Burr, you got uh, a report paying employees in cash. I, I just, I can't do it. I can't do it. So, Puzzler's gone. Puzzler's gone. Now the question is, who will take that? spot officially and we'll be right back Rob Scary, Rob Scary Show. 
that is the ever-famous and very popular Baked Alaska, and we love our cops, our enforcement. All right, don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter, you can follow us on Facebook, you can listen to us on iTunes, you can listen to us on Speaker, you can listen to us on, uh, where else? Where else? Where else can you listen to us? Uh, iHeartRadio, that's the other big one, iHeartRadio. All right, so, oh, man. I was listening to a uh, friend. I was listening to a friend of mine. Um, we were at lunch the other day, and he, I, I just understand, understand why there's not more people that are upset about how Trump is doing and everything that's happening with Trump. And I said, "What are you talking about?" He goes, well, look at all these problems. I go, what problems? He goes, well, look at all these controversies. I go, what controversies? Well, you got the, the, and this is before the Flynn thing. You know, you got the, the travel ban and, the, you know, listing basically liberal talk points. I said, you didn't vote for him. He goes, yeah, but, but I don't understand why people that voted for him aren't outraged. I, why would they be outraged? You seem to be forgetting why people voted for Trump. You seem to be forgetting that 16 months or 10 months, however long uh, it was when he announced, oh, we're going to ban Muslims. And then he said, okay, it's not going to be Muslims. It's going to be, you know, uh, uh, people from terrorist countries. Whatever time frame that, I said, the people that voted for him knew what he was going to do. You didn't vote for him. But the people that vote for him, got exactly what he said he would do. I said, you're outraged. The media's outraged. Democrats are outraged. Late night TV, everybody's outraged. But you guys are the ones who didn't vote for him. You were outraged when he was a candidate. And he'll never be president. You know, smart people can't vote for him. If you vote for him, you're stupid, blah, 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 blah. And now you're outraged because he's doing everything that he said he would do if he won. I said, but people that vote for him are killed. Matter of fact, I don't think there's been a president I mean, let's let's think back for a minute, guys. Okay, R- rather you, you like Trump or you don't like Trump. You agree with him, you don't agree with him. 
I don't think there's been a president in our lifetime that's come out and said, I'm going to do A, B things, okay? Like big things. And in the first two or three weeks, has done Rather, again, rather you agree with them or not. But you know every politician on the campaign trail that says this is what we're going to do. A, B, C, and D. Then they get in the office and A, B, C, and D doesn't happen. does happen in the last year of the second term. Again, you don't have to agree with policies, but think back to a president that on the campaign trail said, if you elect me, it will do A, B, C, D. And when they get in the office, they actually do it. And my friend paused. Uh, I, I, I go, yeah. Actually, text him today. When the Mattis report came out, I go, look. Look, and I and I text him a link to the story. I go, Trump's doing what he said with NATO. I mean, if you add up the things that Trump said, this is what we're going to do. And they've been done again. You don't have to agree with them. The travel bans being challenged in court, fine. Trump did it. It's being challenged in court. Maybe it goes through, maybe it doesn't. But he still made good on his promise. The things that he said was NATO needed to pay their fair share. And people that voted for him said, yeah. Yeah. Right now, there's only five, 20 countries that are part of NATO that pay their fair share. Aside from us, the UK, Poland, Greece, and Estonia. Estonia. I didn't even know people lived in Estonia. Estonia pays their fair share. 2% of the GDP. 2% of their GDP to NATO. 
Want to know who doesn't pay their fair share? Canada. You know what Canada pays? 0.99. They don't even pay 1%. But yet, they have health care for all of their people. Of course they have health care for all of their people. They have health care for all of their people on our dime. You never hear that when the left, you know, Michael Moore to uh, 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 Bill Maher, Huffington Post, all these left-wing wackos, these left-wing extremists. Oh, Canada, look, they get health care for all the people. We're the richest nation in the world, and we have people sick of dying. Of rest. Yeah. And Canada also health care for their people on our dollar. They're supposed to pay 2% of their GDP. They don't even pay 1%. During the campaign, Trump said, our NATO partners got to do more. They got to do more. They don't do more. We might have to alter their relationship they have with us. Oh, the left lost their mind. Oh, this is a shift in policy. This is crazy. This is outrageous. What happened today at the North Atlantic Treaty Organization out there in Brussels? Bad dog, Mattis. Our defense secretary. He told the members, guess what, guys? You can meet in the 2% GDP. You got to meet that. He told them, he said, back in 2007, 2009, when Robert Gates was in charge, told you all, hey, you guys don't step it up. You don't step it up. Eventually, Congress and the American people are going to be pissed off. They're, they're going to not take it anymore. 7 to 09. Guess what? We're 2017. So I sent that text to my friend and I there. There's another reason. There's another reason that the only people that are outraged by Trump are the media and the left. Get your information from the media. CNN, ABC, NBC, NPR, Bill Maher, Daily Beast, Huff, Slate, Salon, Facebook. This only people who get your news 
Right now, you're thinking if the if a redo was held today, would lose every single state, including Texas and Mississippi. And that's not the case. Not the case. But if you are a Republican voter, for the first time in your lifetime, the person you voted for is actually giving you everything that they promised. They're actually giving you everything they promised. Well, today, Mad Dog Mattis told France, Turkey, Germany, Italy, Canada, told them he's got to pay up. Shame them. He said Estonia is paying their bills. You, Germany, with the economy, you're, you're, you have an economy that's flourishing. Canada, with your health care system for all your people. You're open borders, you're kind, you're giving. Hey, you two jerk-offs. Time to pay up. That's what Mattis said. If you voted for Trump, you voted for the Republican Party. If you voted for the Republican ticket, you just sat there today and went, huh, let me mark that off the list. Let me mark that right off the list. Because you can't go by what the media is saying. Remember that. Go by what the media is saying. Because according to the media, oh, Trump is not making good anything. And they try to equate draining the swamp to millionaires and billionaires serving in his administration. Because somehow millionaires and billionaires are part of draining the swamp. And that's just not the case. People that voted for Trump understood what that term meant. Term meant the same old, same old cycled Washington insiders. Those names that keep coming up administration after administration after administration. When you see something like David Bergen and it goes, David Bergen served for Reagan, Bush, Carter, Clinton, for five presidents. That's draining the swamp. Not a billionaire.
I mean, if Puzder was the labor secretary, that's draining the swamp. He never served in office before. The guy making commercials with chicks eating hamburgers with mayonnaise dripping down their face. Something Trump talked about. Another thing that Trump did was instructed the IRS to ignore the provisions of Obamacare that would have gone into effect this year as if you don't have health care you can't get money back for your tax returns. So if you file returns, if you go and do your little filing and you check off the box that says, uh, I don't have health care, And the IRS is supposed to basically take your refund. I mean, that's basically what was supposed to happen. Trump did away with it. Told the IRS, forget about it. Forget about it. So now the IRS won't withhold tax refunds. That's huge. That's huge. Basically, the whole uh, penalty. I mean, again, I got a friend. It doesn't happen to be liberal. But they were in that boat of health care is too much. If I sign up for health care, I'm going to wind up having to pay more than I would of just the fine. I'm just going to pay the fine. doesn't matter. doesn't matter. That's huge. And it's something that Trump said he was going to do. Trump said, I'm going to do this. Tax returns will be processed as always, even for individuals who do not provide the required information for health care. It is in line with the executive order that President Trump signed hours after his inauguration, giving the agency broad authority to lighten the burden of federal rules under the ACA. Now, tax fund come, guess what? You'll still get it.
That's huge. And it helps a lot of people. Promised. All stuff promised. So I, I told my friend that again, you are pissed off. But you were pissed off before Trump was president. And now you're just shocked because he's actually doing stuff that he said he would do. And, and, once you throw in immigration, now, depending on who you believe, rather these recent ICE raids were already in the works, and they just happen to be conducted under the Trump administration, or they are now happening because Trump and the executive order saying ICE officers do your job. If you add that to the mix and you voted for a Republican, you voted for Trump, he's doing it. Everything that he said. So my liberal friend said, still BS. You should be removed from office. I said, oh my God. For what? For what? <sighs> Unbelievable. Anyways, Rob's Scared, Rob's Scared Show. I'll be right back. After these quick, and I'm quick words. You, 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 you. This is gonna be you. Donald Trump is gonna make us great again. This is gonna be you. Huge like a dino, big like an elephant. This is gonna be you. This is gonna be grande.
right, we are back. Rock here. It's the Rock Carey Show. So, I totally forgot about this. I was looking at my email and my uh, show notes, I guess you'd call them. The show notes. And, and I couldn't believe what I was looking at. And, of course, it was done on purpose. Um, it, it was amazing that they did it. And, um, well, let me explain. Newsweek, okay? Newsweek put out two magazines at the same time. At the same time on purpose. So that people would put the magazines side by side with each other and invoke a reaction. Now let me explain. One cover is that of Hitler about can this happen again? And it, it's 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 pretty ominous. It's spooky looking. <laughs> you know, it's, it's pretty ominous. And then they put out a Donald Trump is president magazine. Basically, close up of Trump's face, not necessarily in the same position as of the Hitler cover, but pretty damn close. It's not a full body shot of Trump. It is just his face. And the two magazines are on the exact same time. As you walk by Vaughn's or Wegmans or Publix or a, um, you know, street corner newsstand, do you see Newsweek cover Hitler next to Newsweek cover Trump? With the Hitler cover say, can it happen again? And then the Trump cover, President Trump. Now, I I don't know how more subliminal you can get. Seriously, I, I don't know how more subliminal you can get. Why Newsweek just didn't put both their faces on the cover and say, can it happen again? Yes. Look, here's President Trump. That they had to be kind of cutesy about it. But if you get a chance, go to the newsstand, check it out. 
You'll see what I mean. I think it's kind of effed up. I think it's kind of, I mean, it's not surprising. I wasn't, like, shocked. It's just amazing. So check it out. All right. That was one. Two. I'm hearing, and this is good. I'm I'm going to actually watch this. I'm hearing that um, Milo, Yanolis, uh, this Friday. I'm very excited about that. And I'm very surprised because it's unlike Bill Maher actually put a conservative who could fight back on his program. Now, I know some of you are saying, well, he had that, uh, that only the girl that she was horrible. Okay? Horrible. She looked cute. She has good delivery. But it's fake. It's a manufactured character. It's your typical uh, Roger Ailes creation without Roger Ailes creating her. Take a real good-looking girl, give her conservative, over-the-top right-wing shtick, and she will make money. She will become popular. Now, Roger Ailes didn't create Tommy, like Tommy, or whatever her name is. Goofball Glenn Beck. The Blaze did. But when she was on Bill Mark, she was horrible. Bill Maher and the other liberals that were on the program lit her up. I mean, I, I was embarrassed for her. Same girl is in a situation where she's got to be quick and she's got to think on her feet. She gets lit up. I mean, Trevor Noah kind of lit her up. I mean, she did have some moments where she got some jabs in. Trevor Noah kind of lit her up. And Ann Coulter, she's not. Ann Coulter lights liberals on fire. If I need to have a conservative panelist, it's Ankle Carlson. Now, Milo's good. So that's the word of the day that uh, 
uh, Milo is going to be on Real Time with Bill Maher. And I'm very excited to see Milo light up Bill. Because Milo will light up Bill. He's going to light him up. He's going to torch him. Absolutely going to torch him. Like, super torch him. (laughs) That's going to be good. So that's coming out, I guess, Friday? Got to imagine it's Friday. Got to imagine it'll be on Friday. And then the counter to that is Jeremy Scahill. This snowflake of a <laughs> liberal. Um, he was not going to appear. Because he doesn't want to give Milo uh, the platform. doesn't want to give Milo the platform to debate him. That's funny, because it's not Jeremy's platform. It's Bill Maher's platform. The only thing Scahill would be doing would be sitting on a panel and going back and forth. And he doesn't want to do that because he knows Milo will light him up. That's the thing. Liberals don't want to debate conservatives that can light them up. They don't want to debate a Larry Elder and Ann Coulter. They don't want to debate them because they get lit up. That's why CNN and MSNBC never have conservatives on their show. It looks real conservatives that are not Paid by those networks to be combat, but not to combat. Like I said before, they're like sparring partners. They're not there for the kill. They're not there for the knockout. They're there just enough to spar Chris Matthews or Rachel Maddow, but not enough to make them look stupid. Not enough to put them in their place. And it's the same thing with Bill Maher. He never puts any conservatives on there that can light them up. I mean, Pierce Morgan, come on. And when he does put a conservative on there that he thinks could give him a little trouble... The other two people that are on that panel, so he always has backup. I guarantee, I mean, well, Scahill was supposed to be on with Milo, and he pulled out because he knows he'll get punked. He knows Milo will light him up. So it'll be interesting to see who they put on there, but it won't be Scahill. Because he's a punk. Like I said, most of these liberals are are punks. Most of them are punks. Most of them are punks. 
All right, it's Rob Scary. It's Rob Scary. We'll be right back after these quick, and I mean quick, very quick words. Are you, are you coming to the train led by a man who wants to break the chains? Establishment is terrified they can't control his reign. Let's meet this year on the Trump train. Are you, are you coming to the train where brave men called out for a wall built by crane? Media is terrified they can't control his reign. Let's meet this year on the Trump train. Are you, are you coming to the train where brave men called out the fools who lead in vain? Lobbyists are terrified they can't control our reign. Let's meet this year on the Trump train. Are you, are you coming to the train? Wear a hat of hope, side by side with me. Make America great again, break the chain. Let's meet this year on the Trump train. And we are going to be respected by the world again and not laughed at like we're all a bunch of stupid people being led by incompetent politicians. It's not going to go on any longer. Are you, are you coming to the train to take our great country back again? Join the revolution, break the chains, let me this year. On the Trump train. We're going to win at the borders. We're going to win. And we're going to keep winning. And we are going to make America great again. Greater than ever before. Greater than ever before. We are back. You know, it's Rob Scary. It's Rob Scary Show. Uh, yes, uh, Rob Scary Show. So, uh, oh God. Uh, ooh, dying here. Anyways, don't forget Rob Scary Show on Twitter. Don't forget uh, Facebook and, of course, iTunes and Spreaker and all that stuff. So. Interesting and fascinating. And not only pro-woman, but they're also uh, supposed to be um, pro-not punishing members or girlfriends, children for the sins of parents, I guess you could call it that. And yet, this Ivanka Trump attacks are pretty amazing. Now, I, seriously, are, are pretty amazing. 
here you have a woman that before Trump ran for president, everybody loved. I mean, I couldn't he I I looked. I looked online and I searched far and wide. Far and wide for articles, commentary of people talking bad about Ivanka. I couldn't find it. Could not find anything bad about Ivanka Trump. I searched. I said, I said, before I talk about this, let me search. Let, let me make sure that I don't get blasted with eight trillion emails going, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Wanted to make sure. And I couldn't find any article. I couldn't find any late night show host. I couldn't find anyone. Boycotting her props. Matter of fact, I heard nothing and read nothing but positive things on Ivanka Trump. Positive things on her clothing line. Positive things on her um, being a mom. How she carries herself and juggling work and 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 being mom and her children so what has changed between then and now other than her father is now president the United States. Other than her father is president of the United States, what has changed? I got to imagine that there was a lot of pissed off people at the height of the Iraq war at the height of casualties for our Army, Navy, Marines, Air Force. There's a lot of pissed off people. And yet, I don't recall too many, if any, articles, uh, uh, commentary, feelings of people going after the Bush girls. Now, yeah, 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 I know there were stories about them being drunk and showing pictures of them falling over each other. They weren't pictures and articles, stories, calling them light scumbags, 
talking about not letting them uh, go to colleges or, or school. I mean, just apply what you're hearing now as far as Ivanka. Now, Ivanka is not serving the administration. She's not secretary member. She's nothing except a daughter. Some people on the left say, oh, she's an advisor. No, she's not. And if she is, that has caused people to go after her, to go after her business, call her every name in the book, stay up night after night, creating boycotts. And this is all from the left. People on the left who are all about empowering women. Did you see how incensed individuals got? The left, when there was a picture taken of Ivanka sitting at the Oval Office, sitting in the desk, the Oval Office, and to the left of her was her dad, and to the right of her was... uh, lost their minds. Like, literally lost their minds. And Ivanka sent out a tweet that said, a great discussion with two world leaders about the importance of women having a seat at the table. Barrage of hatred. Like, hatred. And I couldn't fathom, fathom this going on if it was Chelsea Clinton. I mean, one tweet read, you did nothing to gain that seat at the table other than being born to a rich father with a tie that's too long. At Steve J. Horowitz. Do you think he feels that way about Chelsea Clinton? I mean, if you're comparing apples to apples, Trump, at least as a business, She's at least doing something. Chelsea Clinton hasn't done a thing in your life. She had what is known as a no-show job for MSNBC for a half a million dollars a year. A million dollars a year. She was supposed to be doing reporting. She was doing some type of interview show 
Hi, I'm Chelsea Clinton. We're going to, you know, almost like the uh, the Chinese girl over on CNN, Yi Ling, or whatever her name is, Su Ling, or Ping Pong. My life with Ping Pong Dong. And then you would talk to hookers in, in Cambodia, whatever. Chelsea Clinton was supposed to do something like this. She didn't do anything. Paid her half a million dollars. So would Stephen J. Horowitz? Would he be saying that about Chelsea Clinton? Of course he wouldn't. Of course he wouldn't. Of course he wouldn't. I mean, the list goes on and on. You got people saying unelected women should not get a seat at that particular table going in and out. No girl says the person photographed in the seat should be the one who's earned it, not this little twit and gunman. Nineteen seventy. I, I mean, it's astonishing. That was a picture. That's a picture. Picture. This is the left who's constantly talking about, you know, uh, women being empowered and women being, uh, you know, put on pedestal. And, and, uh, just uh, all of the crap you hear the left say, it's just BS. It's all it is, man. Nothing but BS. Nothing but BS. As they attack Ivanka Trump over a picture, they attack her business because of her father is. And yet, any time you brought up Bill Clinton's past, the left would say, well, why would you punish her for what Bill Clinton did. Why would you bring up Bill Clinton's past? He's not running for president. He's not running for Senate. He's not Hillary Clinton. He's not Chelsea Clinton. Why would you... I mean, you were just called every name in the book for ever mentioning Bill Clinton's past, his scandals, the that uh, Chelsea and Hillary stood by him. I mean, what's Ivanka supposed to do? Oh, I know you guys don't like my dad, but you know what? Uh, that the hell with it. Yeah, my dad's scumbag too, because he's a big scumbag. Is she supposed to do that to keep her business? And is sitting at home and making clothing. She's not, you know, handcrafted products. It's a clothing line. It's a product line that employs 
hundreds of people. Hundreds of people work for the Ivanka Trump company. Hundreds of people. Hundreds of people rely on the Ivanka Trump company in one way or another. Whether it's a box manufacturer who sells those boxes to the people that control the Ivanka Trump clothing line or product line so that those products can be packaged up and shipped. So rather it's the box company, rather it's the label company, rather it's uh, the companies that are near those factories that are, are food businesses that supply lunch uh, to the people who work there. I mean, just think of all the people that are associated with the Ivanka Trump company. By going after Ivanka Trump because of her dad, you're not just going after Ivanka Trump. You're going after all of the workers, the Trump brand. You're going after the janitors. You're going after not Ivanka Trump. Because let's face it, Ivanka Trump A trust fund. Ivanka Trump has a husband. That husband is worth tens of millions of dollars. His family is worth tens of millions of dollars. Ivanka Trump tomorrow could stop doing what she's doing and still. Millions of dollars a year away on parties and bar mitzvahs and gold-plated toilet seats. And it wouldn't make a dent in her lifestyle. Because between her father's inheritance and her husband's, she has access to more money than most of us will ever see if we lived to 100, died, got reincarnated, lived to 100, died, got reincarnated, and lived to 100, and died again. So it's not Ivanka Trump that is being hurt. It's everybody associated with Ivanka Trump. And out of those people associated with Ivanka Trump, They're not all middle-aged white guys who are walking around screaming about illegals, tattoos, epic frog on their chests. You have women. You have single women. You have married women. You have young and we're all dependent associated.
for you. It's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari Show. All right, guys. See you tomorrow. You've got the best audience in the world. Don't forget, we're on the air uh, at uh, 7 p.m. Uh, catch us on iTunes.